Well, hey guys, Heike Yates here. Imagine this, you're in a satisfying career, your personal life is going wonderful and you're happy with the way things are and suddenly you have to pivot and you have to pivot because something beyond your control changes everything. And this is what happened to our guest today. She had to pivot not only once, but several times in her personal life and in her career, which led her to write for Dr. Oz and be a brand ambassador for the Oprah magazine and changing complete location and what she did before she became a media, social media expert. So today's topic is reinventing your career and life with intention. Enjoy. Hi there, you're listening to the Pursue Your Spark podcast. I'm your host and fitness warrior, Heike Yates. And on this show, we empower women over 50 to take back their health and strength with sound fitness, nutrition, and mindset strategies. Our guests on the show share their honest stories so that you'll have the courage to take action knowing that you're not alone in your struggles. Our guest today is Shelly Webb. Shelly is a retired registered nurse who chose blogging and social media management as her second life career. She's in her fourth year as a brand ambassador for Oprah Magazine and works to inspire women over 50 to make the rest of their life the best of their life. When she's not at her computer, you can find Shelly sitting, sipping a nice red blend or dancing with the blazing divas. Welcome to the show, Shelly. Thank you, Heidi. Good to have you here. Thank you. Is that true that you just got a new grandbaby? It is true, yes. Not a great time for him to be arriving, but he just arrived a couple of days ago. It's, it's your daughter, right? Uh, no, this is my son and his wife. Uh-huh. And uh, this is the fourth grandson and no granddaughters. What? There's something wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> the boy's oh. four, the girl's zero. Oh, well, you know, you never know how this works out. I'm sure they may, like, want to dance with you, too. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> So for the listeners, Shelly and I, we connected in a group called the Instagram Over 50 group. That's how we first got connected. And recently, we reconnected in person at the Social Media Marketing World Conference in San Diego. That was so much fun. That was a great conference, wasn't it? That was so much fun. It was so good information, so well organized. And you were working there as a volunteer, and you had these really cute outfits on and with, with jungle theme. It's really, first of all, fun, and, but also very informative. Right. Today we're talking about how to live your life with intention. And at the time of this recording, we're in the midst of the coronavirus. As I'm always pre-recording my uh, podcasts, our guests will get to listen to this a bit later, but what a, like you said, what a tough time to have new grandbabies and, 
and be surrounded by this corona virus what what do you think is from from a perspective of a, of a registered nurse about all this hmm. as from that perspective well people are not taking this seriously enough they haven't taken it seriously that's why the virus has been spreading so quickly when you have kids still out on the beach not a good thing um, and most people are trying to stay in place but they're still going out and, and sometimes we have to go out yeah um, actually so i broke the rules myself because i have a mom in canada and she's dying they told me that she would be um dying within this week so we broke the rules and got over the border to go see my mom um, we couldn't go inside the nursing home so we just had to see her by the window but they cracked the window a little bit and so she is not really very verbal but um, i was able to tell her i loved her so that was good and then we got back over the border nine minutes before it closed oh my goodness yeah so we were very lucky wow I'm sorry to hear about your mom. Thank you. Yeah, it's tough when, when the parents live far away. My family's all over in Germany, so I'm now all, all, the, way, all the time on WhatsApp, sending little messages, how are things going? Um, it's yeah. tough. It is tough. Um, I was born in Canada, and, but my family moved us to California when I was seven, and we lived there 40 years. 40 years? Yeah, I moved to Idaho. My kids stayed in California. My mom moved back to Canada along with my sister. So that was interesting. Oh, that is interesting. That's now. Why did you leave uh, California? You were in Orange County, and you said you raised two wonderfully humans there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I'm very proud of my kids. They're, they turned out very well, despite some of my parenting skills. Um, I blame that on Oprah. I was sitting on the 91, and anybody who's familiar with Southern California knows the 91 freeway. And it's generally, um, it, it inches along. And it would take me an hour and a half to get to work and an hour and a half to get home. Wow. And I was like, this is not my best life. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> And there are no trees very much in California, and I wanted to raise some chickens, and I wanted a little more nature. So I chose Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, because I had heard some good things about it. How long have you lived in Coeur d'Alene now? Um, it will be 15 years. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so and, but you continue to work as a nurse there, right? Yes, for a while. Until my father came to live with me, and it became apparent quite quickly that he had dementia. Um, he's of Swedish descent, drinks a lot of coffee, and he couldn't figure out how to use the coffee maker. So that was a big sign. And then over a, about a period of three years, that progressed, and he ordered a truck and had it delivered to the house. I know to drive and he was leaving pots on the stove so i either had to make the decision to put him in a home where he was safer or to quit my job at the hospital 
So I quit my job and stayed home with him. Now, this is an interesting topic to, to say because you were, worked as a nurse full time. And it's like right now people lose their job or like I am. I had to close my studio because I don't see any people. I'm, I'm with you on social distancing. We don't see anybody. We may Skype or Zoom happy hours with friends or I'm working with my clients now remote. But you found a way to work from home after you quit your job and took care of your dad. What did you do? How did that evolve? It was accidental. <laughs> I a blog in support of caregivers because I figured there were more caregivers than just me. And so it was a way for me to write about my experience and um, just to have people share that experience. And so um, a person told me, well, you need to be on Twitter because you want people to read your blog. So I went on Twitter, and I was um, engaging on Twitter and growing a following and sending people back to my blog. And I, Twitter back in the 2008 days was much different than it is now. You could actually have conversations with people. I remember I was talking with Kathy Ireland some, um, in the middle of the night, somewhere around 1 a.m. We were talking about furniture because she was designing some furniture and how it should be designed so that um, people can age in place with it. So it would be safe for toddlers, it would be stylish, but then also safe for elders as they got older. So um, we could have chats back then. How interesting. Because when I hit Twitter, this was all just like boom, 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 messages, 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 message. <clears throat> Yeah, there were a lot less people on Twitter back then, mm -hmm. and, and it was easier. You can still have some uh, chats on Twitter if you're intentional about it, speaking of being intentional. Yes, yes. When I was on Twitter, I got the attention of um, the producer of Dr. Oz's website, so I was asked to write as an expert contributor to his um, site, sharecare.com. And then I was asked to speak at a national convention on dementia and caregiving um, that was put on by Johns Hopkins University back in Washington, D.C. So people were asking me, well, how did you do that? Do you have a publicity agent? And I was like, no, it's just social media. Social media actually works. Then <laughs> uh -huh. people started asking me if I would do their social media. And so that's how I became a social media manager. Oh, so, so you learned from the ground up based on the need that you had. Mm-hmm. It was all accidental. Oh, interesting. So how did you acquire your skills to be that social media expert? Well, I started taking classes, whatever classes I could find online. Uh, and there were quite a few people giving classes because it was all quite new back then. And so whatever new platform came out, I jumped right on it and so that I could learn from the ground up. Also so that I could get my name on each of the platforms. Yes, absolutely. Nice. That is because now it's social media is, is our lifeline. I mean, my, my phone just said the other day, you have been on your phone for 10 hours and 53 minutes. <laughs> 
which is, I've never been on my phone that much. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I have to say that's about my average daily. I'm trying to do it less, but you know, it's my work. So. Yeah, so you, you started your own social media company. Tell us more about it. Um, well, I started it, you know, because people were asking me to do that. And, and then uh, as I got more clients, I figured I needed to you know, just make it a company. So we've been doing that um, for about 10 years. And then we also started a conference um, three years ago. It was called Social Media Week Coeur d'Alene because we were affiliated with the global conference Social Media Week. But this year we changed and we're calling it Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. So what's the name uh, of your company, Shelley? Uh, my company is The Social Web. So. Social Web. Yeah, we want to have this is my last name. <laughs> we want to have this. is perfect. We want to have this for the listeners in the show notes. So if they need somebody for their social media needs, they can reach out to you and also find out about the conference that you're, you're putting on. What are you going to do about this this year? Are you going to have it? Uh, what, what month are you planning? So our conference is scheduled at this moment for the last part of June, but we are probably going to push it back to September or early October. Yeah. Uh, I don't think people are going to be ready to go into a, a, a big conference in June still. We're going to have some. People are going to want to get out, but certainly probably not hang around large crowds at that time. Mm-hmm. So also in the meantime, though, we're going to start up a monthly um, sort of subscription classes. We'll have um, an expert speak with us for one class, and then our next class will be a Q&A. So two classes a month based on a subscription because we don't want to lose the traction that some people have made, you know, with our conference having to be pushed back. Yeah. Yeah. What is it like to be a ambassador for the O magazine? I didn't know anything about their program. I had just opened my magazine. Um, it was January, I think 2017. And it said, we're looking for insiders. Are you an insider? I thought, well, why not? I'll try it out. So I <laughs> application in and I didn't hear I mean I didn't expect to hear anything back at all I just thought just one of those things I'll put out in the universe and I did hear back I was one of 50 selected out of thousands of applications and what we do with the um, insider program is we work with the advertisers that advertise in the Oprah magazine so uh, for instance, um, Talbots. Talbots and Oprah Magazine just did a uh, campaign that gave um, money back to Dress for Success program. So any purchases made, a certain amount of money went to Dress for Success. So some of our insiders um, were given Talbots items that were part of that collection, and they showcased them on social media. And, and we've done a couple of cruises, um, working with brands, um, Holland America Line specifically, and on one of the cruises, well, we 
there are several cruises having gone out, all on Holland America Line, but with different um, different campaigns, uh, clothing, Talbots, uh, Land's End, Chico's, and things like that. Do you get to go on those cruises? I've been on two cruises. Oh, nice. I actually won um, a trip on the cruise because of a marketing plan that I submitted for the cruise and the partnership. So there, we were invited to create a marketing campaign. And so Anita and I created a campaign that um, we were saying that it's very important to have friendships as you age and to nurture friendships and to make new friends. And that a cruise would be a great place to do both of them. So both nurture friendships and, and gain more. And so we were one of the winners of that. Nice. Because I have a few clients that are in their 80s and they go on cruises a lot. They swear by it. And they actually have made over the years that they go on cruises, they've made friends around the world. Right. And now go say, oh, I met Joe from Alaska. We're going to go and visit Joe and his wife now. It right. Is, it's amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. I was just stunned when I heard this. I'm like, really? They're like, yeah, we go to the cruises and we do the activities and we don't have to worry about organizing anything and it's very comfortable. And we meet all these people who love to do, like us, travel. Yeah. That was my first cruise. And I had I'd never been on one before. And now I just love them. Like you said, you get, you get gourmet food. Um, you only have to pack and unpack one time. Um, you can go back to your room when you're tired. You can go take advantage of all the tours. Um, it's really beautiful. It's like luxury accommodations on the ships. Okay. They have entertainment. Um, Holland America has um, where you can mix your own wine blend. That's one of the things they offer on their newest cruise. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's really fun. That is right down your alley and sipping a nice yeah. red blend. Right. So with all these things that are going on in your life and that you're doing and you're in so many communities, so what does it mean to you to live with intention, Shelley? Um, I don't want to be one of those people who says, okay, now I can retire. I don't have to do anything. I'm going to watch TV and crochet. Not that there's anything wrong with crocheting, but you've got to get out there and do some more living. We need to continue to be active. I think um, mobility is everything. Mobility is so important. I know you agree with that. Yes. As long as we can keep active and keep our mind active and, and keep learning and doing, life will be much better. Yeah, I'm, as, as you know, Shelly, I'm always getting people off their butt skis. That's yeah. my thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and at any age, and, <clears throat> and like you said, you know, if you're physically active, you can stay mentally active, and it changes how, how life evolves. Right. To learn and do stuff. Yeah. What would be three things that you would tell somebody to start uh, being more intentional? What could they do? Um, well, each year I do what a lot of people are doing now. Um, choose a word, a word for the year, and then 
the things that I plan for my year generally revolve around that word. Um, and I choose goals for the year, like how many books I want to read, um, where I want to go, what I want to accomplish. Um, my word for this year is accomplish. For uh, quite a few years, well, about three years, it was just joy because I was just trying to find more joy in life. And I think that if you decide to be happy, you're going to be happy. If you decide that you're miserable, you're going to be miserable. So I think we have that um, ability to be intentional about what we want out of life. Yeah, I agree. We choose how we live. And it's, yeah, I have picked my work for, word for this year too, which I've never done before because everybody last year in 2019, all my friends were like, what word are you picking? I'm like, I've never picked a word. I'm, I'm uh, happy. I'm always happy. I'm always in good mood. So joy or happy is, is not one, but I picked dauntless for me this year. You picked which? Dauntless. Oh, nice. That's a good one. So I said, this year, I'm going to be dauntless, fearless. I'm going to go for it. And, and I think for me, it's just with the changes we've had, it's, it's the right word for me. The year that I applied for Oprah Ambassador, um, my word was yes, to say yes to new opportunities. But now <laughs> I've learned that you can say yes too often. <laughs> So I'm a little more discerning about what I say yes to. Yeah, because it it all sounds so good in the beginning, and then suddenly it piles up. Yeah, and suddenly you're overwhelmed, and it's not so fun anymore. (laughs) That is true. So intentional living, guys. So if you pick, you can pick a word and. And all the listeners, let us know what words you pick. So once the podcast airs, uh, reach out to us and let us know what your word would be and what steps you might take to to go out and and do the things that you want to do. And and like Shelley said, not sit on the couch and uh, and wait for things to happen. Make them happen. Is that what I'm hearing, Shelley? Yes, make them happen. Decide to make them happen. What What is next for Shelly? Well, it's hard to answer that right now. <laughs> Stay-at-home orders. Um, we're working on our conference still. We had, you know, we had it pretty well set up, but now things are going to change. So um, we're still deciding on a new date for that. We're working on our new program that will be monthly subscription program mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm always open to whatever comes around yeah any final wise last words or funny words doesn't have to be wise <laughs> to our <laughs> listeners i just agree with oprah live your best life and be intentional about living your best life don't wait for the weekend you know don't wait until you meet a new guy that's going to be the love of your life. Don't wait until spring. Just do it now. I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm not one by sitting by the sidelines. And I was like telling my husband right now with 
uh, no interactions. I mean, we have happy hour with friends tonight on uh, Zoom. But I said, you know what? Let's just go out in the country. Let's take a drive somewhere, bring a picnic, go for a walk or a hike, and let's just go out somewhere into nature. That's so healing. And he's like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I was like, yeah, it is. We have a lot of nature around here, right? And unfortunately, some of the hikes have been closed down because too many people were going on the hikes and they were not, you know, staying within six feet. Mm-hmm. But we also, um, we live close to a golf course, so we had some nature right around us. So we're very fortunate. Yeah. So Shelly, how can find people more out about you and how can people reach you? My website is um, ShellyWeb.com for my, that's my website for women over 50. My social media website is the social web with two B's. .co. And if you're interested in our conference, it's S as in Sam, MWCDA.com. Awesome. How about social media? Um, probably follow me on Instagram, and I'm Shelly Webb. And then that will lead you to my other, other um, areas as well. Perfect. So we'll put all those links in the show notes so the pe- people can just click the link and the listeners can write, reach out to us. And as I said earlier, reach out to us. Let us know if they've worked for the year and what you're going to do next. Reach out for us either at Heike Yates or Pursue Your Spark Podcast or Shelly Webb on Instagram and let us know because we really want to know, guys. Mm-hmm. And with that, Shelly, thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure meeting you in person, first of all. And thanks for coming on the show. Yes, I'm so glad we got a chance to meet. And thank you for having me. My pleasure.